This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. January 2020. Dear Diary, today on Bacon Cell we made predictions about which films we want to flop. I picked Minions 2. I can't wait to tell that bombs this July. January 2021. Dear Diary, Bacon Cell predicted more movie flops. I chose Minions Rise of Gru again. I can't wait to see it bomb this July. April 2022. Dear Diary, this July, please let Rise of Gru flop. <laughs> wait, you want this movie to come out? It's never going to come out. I'm going to be predicting this until the end of Bacon Sale. Minions will haunt you. Welcome to Bacon Sale. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our Twinner Winner 2 show, our Twooner. What did you yeah, call it? Two, to Winner. To Winner. Like Fan Four Stick. Yeah. To Winner. Winner. Yes. Dub, d- twin Twins. Twin, twin Title twins. Battles. Yes. Twin Twins. Great feedback. But one of my favorite things, uh, and this is a subtle thing that's happening in our Facebook comments, is from Abe Yosby, friend of the show, been on the show before. Whenever he doesn't like what's going on, he threatens to boycott the show for one week. Uh, so he, this week he commented, the day you do an entire episode entirely devoted to the garbage band Linkin Park is the day I stop listening to Bacon Sale. Well, for a week. That's one less download you're getting that week. Joke's on him. We're doing actually a, a dual garbage and Linkin Park episode. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. <laughs> That'd be fun, actually. Teddy Swenson says, the Marge impressions will be in the running for my favorite Bacon Sale moment of the year. Hilarious. <laughs> Scott Sprague says, I hope more than anything that because you were too busy crushing on Leanne Rhymes never goes away. So <laughs> you were yeah. and I'm, are I'm listening to Weezer and Verbus Vivum says achievement unlocked. I think this is the most I've ever agreed with your consensus. Yes. After hearing this episode, I was inspired to listen to around the world, but I won't say which one. <laughs> BTC, we know the truth. More Marge impressions, please. <laughs> Turned out pretty well. For we don't want to kill the joke. We already did in the last gag. episode. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hey, we actually have some new patrons I want to announce. Please. Uh, because we put our pick and bit out for everybody, visit us on patreon.com slash bacon cell and you can go listen now for free or like these kind people, you can join Patreon and support yes. us. Yes. Thank so you. I would like to welcome Marissa Conover. She joined $8 a month. Which means that she gets uh, access to uh, our faces. Yeah. Uh, we, our faces. <laughs> well, because, <laughs> hey, we, I was going to say $3 patrons, they get the Pagan Bits. $8 patrons, they get video reviews yes. or, or videos of us doing random stuff. A lot of random so, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also in the $8 category, we have Rachel Carlson. She upgraded to $8 there. Thank so you, Rachel. Welcome, Rissa. Welcome, Rachel. There's one video review with my wife. That's kind yeah. of fun. My kids. And that's I all you need. Kids do lots and lots of reviews. Why don't I ever show my face? Yeah, we shouldn't. You should do like Kent Cooks. Uh, Kent Cooks? Yeah. What is I it? don't cook. Kent, Kent, Kent's Kitchen? What do you call yeah, it? Yeah, Kent's, Kent's Kitchen, Kitchen Chats. Chats. Yeah. You should do those. Okay, I'll, I'll do those. Yeah. Oh, you remember Kent's Done? Never yeah, but happened. it never happened. That never yeah. happened. Guys, guess what? We have one more. We have another upgraded. This is a pretty significant one. Fat Max, who joined us two weeks ago. New patron. Uh, I'm the listener, is now he on... He already gave up. <laughs> I'm announcing he's given up. Yeah. He's now on the Bacon Council. Hey! And bacon Council. The name has been changed, and I don't know if this is sponsored by Bacon Council or whatever, but it's Captain Bacon. Captain Bacon. Yes. Hello. I salute you, Captain My name bacon. is... Trademarked. My name is Max Bacon. Yeah. You can call me Captain. But welcome, patrons. We truly appreciate you. We really Thank do. You. Also, we want to announce that next week... Hopefully, everything yeah. permitting, we are going to do our anniversary show where oh. we will be inviting guests on the show to compete with one another to see who is going to be the new listener with a capital L. It's going to be a game show show. It's going to be a fun and show. I love those. We always have a good time. We always stress out really bad after editing it mm-hmm. and so and before getting prepped for it. So we hope you enjoy it. But next week, look forward to our 350th episode. Wow. Did We figured out just tonight, actually, as of this recording, there are more episodes episodes of bacon sale than supernatural take that jacob <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about today what are we talking about today zach we are looking forward to the summer movies it's our summer movie preview now wait wait wait, wait zach we, we barely are getting into spring here yeah. why are we talking summer the summer movie season is starting earlier and earlier may year. counts may counts especially because she does yeah, spider-man yes. may, she does mm, may oh, may as we know may is soon. getting younger and younger yes every <laughs> reboot. and that's why you know but the, the, it's true zach these summer tent poles as yeah. they used to be called are now sneaking up into the big releases in May. Right. And even, even I was going to say, even April, there's been a couple of big ones. Marvel as well. kicked this off with, I believe, uh, the very first Spider Man was the very first weekend in May, May 2nd. And it's they've always Spider Man is in the one in the 2000s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. First me, ever. Okay. okay. And so it's, it, it's always been their slot. And then other companies have been like, well, then we're going to do the week before that in April. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Yep. And, yeah. you know, we, we've had huge movies released in April, you know, Fast and Furious and things like that. But pretty soon they're going to release in big movies in December, guys. No. Maybe. <laughs> Never. So we're going from May to the end of August. Yes. The summer months, May if you May to August will. is what we're saying here. And look, there's not a ton this year, which I was surprised by because so many movies have been delayed up until this year. I think but I was supply chain the, issues. Yeah, and I was looking at oh, supply chain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Movie supply chain We're issues. out of film stock. Let's try this again. Yeah, we're out of film. You shoot digital. <laughs> yeah. But like, there's less publicity about the movies coming out this year than I've seen in other years. And I, I wonder if people, they're just afraid. Like, if we're going to publicize this movie, it costs more. We're going to be committed to putting it out. Because oh, so, well, maybe so many have had to push their dates, as, as mentioned in my intro. Yeah. yeah. Top Gun was Minions made back again. in 1992. Yeah. <laughs> I That's that, why he looks so good. I yeah. hear Top Gun Maverick actually a prequel and was filmed before Top Gun was made. <laughs> and here we are. If that movie ever comes out. So we're going to go through and do our top five and bottom five, starting with the bottom five. Of course. It's fun. Let's start with the negativity. Well, we oh. say, when we say bottom five, we're talking about the movies that we want to bomb or the ones we just want want to avoid altogether so this is kind of us helping you avoid the the minds in the minefield yeah we're gonna start spiteful and then get hopeful yes okay that that sounds i'm familiar with that i'm good with that all right joel would you like to kick us off with your bottom five your fifth from the bottom i certainly would so my number five is actually an animated movie good it stars john mulaney and andy samberg Uh oh it's chip and dale rescue rangers chip and dale so, I mean, this is direct- pointless remake. <laughs> this is directed by Akiva Schaefer, who's part of Lonely Island. He directed Hot Shot, or excuse me, Hot Rod. And Hot Pop- Rod is a cult classic. And Pop Star Never Stop Stopping. Which is horrible. Never stop, never stop stopping. Yeah. Yeah. Never stop, never stop. Uh, Are you guys Hot Rod fans? No. I know people love it. They love it. I never saw it when it was hot. And, and now so- it's just Rod. <laughs> now, yeah, I'm like, who's this? It has the Napoleon Dynamite effect, I think, yeah. with people where it's like quotable, but not I very good. I liked it it's more than I me. thought I would, but yeah. I think I have to be in the right mood to enjoy totally. it. Totally. But like I said, this this stars John Mulaney, Andy Samberg. Uh, John Mulaney is Chip, Andy Samberg is Dale, and then the usual half-hearted animated voice crew of Will Arnett, Keegan-Michael Key, Chris Parnell, oh. and Seth Rogen. My goodness. Like, this is just kind of, that's the stock one. It's like, oh, we're having yeah. an animated movie? Give these guys voices. Now, I liked the original Chip, 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 Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. It's great. Uh, on Disney. Gadget. And I watched it. Yes. Right. And when I saw they were doing a remake, I was kind of like, well, I don't know. We'll see. Well, uh, and aren't they being a little bit weird about calling it a remake? Here's the plot summary. 30 years after Rescue Rangers series entered production, Chip works as an insurance salesman while Dale has had, quote, CGI surgery and works the convention circuit in hopes of reliving his glory days. When a cast member of the original <laughs> series mysteriously disappears, Chip and Dale must reunite to save their friend. So it's mm-hmm. a meta kind of Muppets thing. It feels it, like it, the Muppets yes. from Jason, with Jason Siegel. It's a little meta. It's a little weird. Uh, this is going to be released on Disney+. Plus. And when I heard about it, I was like, ah, when I heard they were remaking, I was like, I don't know about this. And then I watched the trailer and I just went, the tone feels wrong. Yeah, it does. Interesting. It's, it it's right. way too adult, right? Well, it, okay. So they're bringing in these very kind of, shall I say, raunchy mm-hmm. uh, comedians. Right. It's a PG movie. It's going to be very clean. And yet they're bringing in these kind of heavy hitters. And then the whole meta thing of like, you know, they're stars. That's fine. But then they add the CGI element to it. And all of a sudden it's like, wait, is this like Roger Rabbit? Like what's happening? So it here? sounds yeah. like this movie. Uh, it sounds like I'm the demographic for this movie. I watched it as a kid. People who have, uh, you know, issues. That yes. Okay? yes. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's very general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like I watched Rescue Rangers when I was a young kid mm-hmm. and now I go, oh, I, I literally saw John Mulaney, you know, but a couple weeks ago. It so feels I'm go like watch they're cashing in. They're like, who's the new hotness? I don't know. John Mulaney. Does he sound like a character? No, but he's really popular well, right not now. Doing voices. They're just doing themselves. Yeah. Or, you know, Andy Samberg. It's like, actually get the voice actors and people would appreciate this more. If it was truer. They are bringing back some of the original voice cast. Monterey Jack or is that Seth Rogen? Uh, uh, t- Yes, McNeil. What is her name? Oh, yeah. Okay. The one who did the voice of, that's, that's of Gadget. Good. Yeah. And, and Chip, I think. I think it was the same voice, oh. if I remember right. I can't remember. But like I said, it just seems weird. Like, I watched this and I went, I I, I watched the old Rescue Rangers. Yeah. But there was just too much weirdness to this. And yeah. it felt like they were trying too hard to be well, edgy. It's like they saw DuckTales come back. But DuckTales came back as a series that... An know, animated was, series. Yeah. With, yeah. with a really good... Basically all Saturday Night Live cast. Well, that's true, but yeah. it was well received. In this one, they're like, let's let's uh, break the fourth wall here. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think kids will care. And I think Zach, you're right. This is made for people like you yeah. with issues. 
So <laughs> me too. It's fine. Hey, uh, you guys are the worst. Right. Love uh, you back. By the way, uh, Paula Abdul appears in this movie as a de-aged version of herself. That's oh yeah, she was popular movie. thirty years ago too. Yeah. Well, okay. now I want to see it. All right, Kent, what's your number five? It's also an animated movie. Uh-huh. And I talked about this one last year. It was meant to come out. And at that point, it was called Blazing Samurai. And now it is called, because it's Blazing Saddles. Right. But now it's called Paws of Fury, colon, The Legend of Hank. The Legend of, of Hank. Hank. <sighs> this comes out July 15th. And let me talk is about it. a Breaking it. Bad spinoff? And I wish. Uh, So Hank, a lovable dog with a head full of dreams about becoming a samurai, sets off in search of his destiny. Boring. Uh, So this is voiced by uh, Michael Sarah, who plays Hank. Oh, remember? And he was a thing. And and I don't think he remembers that he was a thing, because if you watch the trailer, I think like someone woke him up and just put like a tape recorder next to his head. And they're like, say something. Like you're gonna you're gonna voice this character because he he seems to be sleepwalking it's through it. It's fascinating how actors can't make that transition. Right. Uh, I I remember Tobey Maguire um, when he did the Spider-Man video games. It was the worst performance I've ever was heard. It? I thought you were gonna say Boss Baby. Yeah. Well, just any some actors can't make this transition to voice yeah. acting, and Michael Cera is not a charismatic guy, so that no. makes sense. And there's Samuel L. Jackson who plays his mentor. Uh, he's a he's a cat. Uh-huh. And I call him Samuel L. Katzen. I love that suggestion. I know. I'm so sorry. He does have a really funny line in the trailer because it's Samuel. 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 Samuel Ketson. (laughs) I'm so sorry, everyone. But he has this line, which is kind of inappropriate for uh, kids out there, Uh but it's still in this PG movie. And he says, what? Wait, wait, we're going to say it? I'm going to say it. So earmuffs, everybody. What the mother father cocker spaniels going on around here? And I'm like, people don't realize. I want to give you a family friendly. For you that? know, the only thing I love more than Samuel Jackson swearing is Samuel Jackson fake swearing. Yeah. <laughs> Monday to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. But this this movie looks kind of pathetic. It looks like it should have come out in 2005 and it would have been kind of funny back then. Okay. The trailer is miserable. Oh, that sounds awful. So, yeah. Pause of Fury. The Legend of Hank. When did yours come out? July 15th. Okay. All right, Kent, what's your number four? Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. I didn't know this was a thing until Remember like two Remember that days was ago. a thing like 10 years but ago? why? Remember Jenny Slate? She yeah. was on Parks and Rec. She's kind of back. Voice. She's been... Ah, she came Don't back and then left. And Don't be suspicious. Anyway, so tell so me about Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. The it's movie. the feature adaptation of the animated short film interviewing a mollusk named Marcel... It's a this is stop early, motion animation. Early YouTube. Yeah. Mm. Not early. This is like 2010, I think, is when it's it a couple out. years into. I mean, that's still that's and even then. Ago. How long were those shorts? Oh, uh, like, a couple minutes. Yeah, four minutes, minutes, and it was all a bunch of like dad jokes yeah, about like, shells. Like I'm a little shell, and I've got this really you know, high voice. You know what I use for a leash? Uh, uh, hair. You know stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was cute and it's then. constant. It was it cute then? It was cute. It was it's cute like this then. glued I on eyeball. I hate it. And here's the thing. This movie's already been screened at festivals, and critics love it. They think it's heartwarming, but I hate those shorts. I think the voice is grating, and granted, it's going to be better quality or whatever, but I can't... It's it's like 90 minutes. I can't imagine watching 90 minutes of that voice oh, yeah, and seeing this adorable character. And granted, the story will be cute. It's Marcel looking for its family, and that's adorable to find other shells with glued on eyes. I think it's horrifying. This is an A24 family movie. Think about that. A24 making a family movie. I'm sure there's still going to be a bunch of nudity because it's A24. And and weird animal stuff. (laughs) A lot of weird animal stuff. Goats or something. I was going to make a joke like we were talking about Marcel the Shell with shoes on that I was going to be like, what's next? Lucas the Spider? Remember that? I would like that though. That is actually a TV series. It's already been made. Okay. It's already out there. Lucas the Spider is cuter than Marcel. Mm. Sure, but once again, it's a flash in the pan. Yeah. I want to see Charlie the Unicorn in the movie. Candy Mountain, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, it's Marcel, the show with shoes on. I know this is going to be well-received, and people who love the series will love this movie. I won't watch it. Mm. I I can't. Joel, what's your number four? Sometimes a franchise is so powerful that it takes hold of the audience and they have to keep remaking it every 30 to 40 years. Coming June 16th. Father of the Bride? What? Yeah, I saw that today. You saw the movie? No, I saw, I saw that it was apparently coming out. Yeah. So, the, I mean, back it's in... starring ni- somebody prominent. Back in 1950. Yeah. Back in 1950, they did a, a Spencer Tracy and a mm-hmm. movie, a Father of the Bride. And then in 1991, they made the one with Steve Martin and Diane Keaton. Yeah. 
And now apparently they just feel <laughs> like... Pasta was a plate? <laughs> yes, Frank. But they... I'll have the chipper chicken. I love that. So the hot dog buns. Every time I buy hot dog buns, I think of Father of the Bride. I agree. But this one is coming out June 16th, and it's kind of just the Latin, the Latin version. Yes. Like yeah. The, Andy it's, Garcia. It's a different yes. cultural take. That, that, that's all and it is. Right. It's, it's basically the same story, but with different characters, including Andy Garcia and Gloria Stefan. Gloria Stefan. Uh, here's the plot summary. A she was popular 30 years ago, too. Yes, yeah, she was. A father's coming to grips with his daughter's upcoming wedding through the prism of multiple relationships within a big, sprawling Cuban-American clan. And you can find this one on HBO Max. Oh, that's the weird thing, by the way. What? Most of my bad picks are streaming. Okay. Like... We're, we live in a weird world now where, like, whether they're released in theaters or whether they're released in streaming, they're starting to get kind of Well, the because same. it's like a sunk cost already. Like, maybe they know the quality is not good. They're like, catch it on streaming. We don't have to talk about how much it failed at the box office. And it used to be, we used to kind of discard discard streaming. It's kind yeah. of like, oh, direct to streaming? That's not a real movie. Right. But now we have to. I mean, Dune came out day one. Yeah. Streaming. But it so, also yeah. came out in theater. It right? did, yes. But well, you have your Academy Award winning movie this past year. The yeah, Best Coda. Picture winner came out exclusively on a streaming service. Yeah. So you're just, right. It's it's a totally different world we're living and, in. And with Father of the Bride, I think this is probably one that would have just been direct to streaming anyway because it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like... Maybe Andy Garcia is still an audience pull. But it just... He was in Mamma Mia too. It doesn't seem like a fresh idea. It's going to be the same basic story. It could have some funny moments, but I just... I just am, I don't have any excitement for no. this movie at all. Mm-hmm. I, I, by principal photography began on June... In June of 2021... So they've been working on this for a year. So you can expect the CGI is going to be off the hook. <laughs> Post-production's been working so hard on this film. The de-aging of oh, Andy so Garcia. Garcia. And Gloria Stefan. It's like going to be Ocean's Eleven right there. What do you think the odds are Gloria Stefan is going to sing at some point Oh, absolutely. In the movie? Guaranteed. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Joel, what's your number three? For my number three, I actually was intrigued by it at first. The All concept. Right. I went, that sounds like a fun concept. And then I watched the trailer. I'm you just going to stop doing that. I know. I am choosing Senior Year, starring Rebel Wilson mm-hmm. and Chris Parnell and Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. So this... Uh, Alicia Silverstone? This is coming out... Batgirl? Bat, that's what she's known for, yes. <laughs> Cher Batgirl. from Clueless? She was also in the, in the uh, uh, Aerosmith music videos. Well, Several. Crazy Cry and Animation. No, she's in uh, three. Three of them? Yeah. Oh. It's a whole story arc. No. Very <laughs> Zach knows. Very uncomfortable. for our Aerosmith show? I'd do that. Uh, no. But here's the plot summary. A 37-year-old woman wakes up from a 20-year coma and returns to the high school where she was once a popular cheerleader. Oh, no. This stars Rebel Wilson as the 37-year-old cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And Rebel Wilson is no longer Fat Amy because she's lost a lot of she's weight. She's lost a bunch yeah. of weight, yeah. And she, she looks different. Wait, like, was, did they film this in like 2001 and put it in a time capsule uh, tw- to release now on Netflix? Actually, it's when the movie starts. Because what? really, it seems like the kind of... like ridiculous plot that we'd see back in the day and accept. Yes. But we're smarter now, aren't we? I don't know if we're smarter. This feels like a movie in which its elements were pulled from a hat of things that you've just seen time and time again. It, it really does feel like one of those time travel movies from the past where it's like, oh, they're thrown into a different era and they don't know how to act. Billy Madison, as much as I may not love that movie, they did a great job of... It's Shakespeare compared to this. <laughs> well, <laughs> Shakespeare. Say but that. it became the de facto, you know, fish out of water back going back school, to high yeah. school. Yeah, to live your glory days. Yeah. And I watched the trailer for this one, which, man, I tell you what. Was it the Red Band? Because I'm pretty sure that's the only trailer. That's just it. Netflix really doesn't kind of explain, they don't tell you. Yeah. hey, it's what well, this is going to be rated. So you're watching this movie, you're like, okay, yeah, this is kind of, you know, a fun little PG 13. Nope, that's not a PG 13 comedy. F word, nudity. Yeah, look how, look Actually, how edgy we I don't are. understand why this is rated R because it seems like the audience it's going for is that PG 13 joke audience. Yes, exactly. And they're so going they, after the super bad. Audience. They're missing the mark. I on think this. the bridesmaid sort of thing, but um, then they what, add what more was language. The bridesmaid was at least smart. It was heart. There was the recent super bad ish movie made with Booksmart. Booksmart. Yeah, that, that also part. very rated R. But yeah. I watched this one, and the the jokes were just coming from a mile away. Like yep. I was like, oh, I know exactly where this. Yep. Okay, there it goes. And really, I found I, I started hating the movie as I was watching the trailer because I'm like, I don't find. The humor, the humor here is her just being kind of this caustic character, which she is in all her movies. Oh, beep, 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 beep. oh we just got a news bulletin. Beep, beep, beep. Netflix just lost 300,000 subscribers for some reason. I, <laughs> maybe it's because they're putting out movies like this. And raising our prices because of it. Yeah. I don't know if they, if they sunk all the eggs into their basket with this one, meaning like they paid a lot of money for it. But it's stuff like this that I watch and I'm, I, I honestly was kind of like, why? Why? Yeah. This, this could have been funny. How? 
I don't in know. In what world, Joel? But the idea of someone waking up, by the way, a 20-year coma? So... Why was she in the hospital for 20 years? And why years? does she have to go back to high school? The, what they're she going chooses for, to go back to high school. It's so dumb. Because she they, wants to be they never, show, they never show the scene of you um, learning to regain your motor function. No, they never show absolutely that. need to do. <laughs> well, it, no, it's fine. Also, the you're a cheerleader. Like, I mean, you can't walk now, but go for it. The, the joke of just like, oh, everything you do nowadays is weird. And this movie is going to be dated by the time we do our fall movie preview. Yeah. I can guarantee. I think I'm pretty sure they mentioned Vine. Like it's meant to be their commentary on how high schoolers are nowadays and how we wouldn't fit in if we went back to high school. But in 2002, it, it's not. Good. 2002 it's not honestly funny. doesn't feel far enough away. Right. Even though it was. Yeah. Wow. Those just, jeans are quite low rise. And it's almost like they wanted to go back to the 90s, but they couldn't. Because like Maybe. the 90s would have felt different. But they're like, ah. That's that's pretty hard stretch to say thirty years. And is Rebel Wilson a draw? But once again, I know it's a Netflix original, so there's not very high standards. No. So there you go. Senior year, avoid it. Gonna be lots. Some avoid list. Gonna be lots of spinners on those Hummers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, that was two thousand two. Zach and the Cars. There we go. Uh, Kent, what's your number three? So Joel talked about Father of the Bride. Mine has to do with a wedding, and it's called Shotgun Wedding. There, oh, I saw that. There's not a trailer for this movie, and it comes out on June 29th, so that's, I'm a little dubious. Uh, theaters? Streaming? Uh, this is a theaters movie. Uh-oh. Will's... Oh, actually, scratch that. It was just bought... This is Breaking news from Kenton. <laughs> it looks like it's been bought to release on Amazon Prime because they know it'll be a giant failure. Oh. So this is a Jennifer Lopez vehicle. And it was Man. meant to star she and Army Hammer. And I'm not sure what happened there, but they were... Repl- <laughs> oh, I'm not no. reading down uh, the air. Not down the air. news bulletins. Wow. Uh, I'm so glad they came to install that machine. <laughs> <laughs> and they sound like our voices. It's just distracting. <laughs> So the synopsis is a couple's extravagant destination wedding is hijacked by criminals in the process of saving their families. They rediscover why they fell in love in the first place. Now, wait, are you just mad because Marry Me was no good? Uh, so you I think, thought Marry Me was no good. No, it was no good. I haven't seen it. Period. I think Jennifer Lopez is really doing her darndest to bring back rom-coms. But guess what? She's not doing a great job. And this is her second <laughs> attempt. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> uh, looks like uh, breaking news. She never did. <laughs> I'm just well, going to say that. Did she kill it? Did she kill Made it in Manhattan, dude. Oh, really? Bad. But that, that's, I just got that's a Made Manhattan fault. dude. <laughs> you just got Made in Manhattan. <laughs> I mean... What? <laughs> I mean, I mean, she and Ray Fiennes did not have the best chemistry. That. He had the worst accent. This shows off the, off the rails already. Yeah. But uh, replacing uh, Army Hammer is. Oh, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> Actually, it should be a rest in peace, Christopher Plummer. It's Josh Dumel, who is still very, very attractive. Oh, he is, he, he, he he's is the, the thing about Pam. He oh, is he is. the ex Mr. Fergie, right? Yeah. Is he ex now? Ex Mr. Fergie? Is this the talent show? Mr. Fergie? He's Tad Hamilton. That's I don't know. all he I know. He was the guy in Transformers. Yes. And, yeah. oh. and staple of rom coms, Jennifer Coolidge is in this movie oh, as well. Wow. Never acting. Wait, Owen Wilson's in it too? Oh. Makes him want a hot dog. Have real you ever bad. seen him in the same movie before? <laughs> wow, Ben and Snap. <gasps> oh. Jennifer Coolidge is Owen Wilson in a suit. <laughs> Now we know. So, look, this will be on Amazon Prime, I guess. This is June 29th. It may come out. It's been delayed for over a year now, but I think this will be horrible. Probably bad. How about your number two? Senior year. A senior year, absolutely. I I don't like Rebel Wilson. This looks to be the same kind of formula where you know it's going to end in this big cheer number where we're all supposed to just get behind it because it will be fun by the end. But it's just kind of, it seems pointless, crass, annoying. Zero laughs whatsoever like, in the wow, trailer. Wow, I wish I was watching Bring It On or something. Oh, like, Bring It On know. is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Bring It On and Billy Madison, they're Shakespeare compared <laughs> to senior year. So I'm going to ditch senior year. Oh. That's my number two. I did a lot. Me too. All right. Joel, what's your number two? From the co-director of Finding Dory. <laughs> what? To wow. Inferno and beyond. Wait. I want Lightyear to bomb. No. Bomb Why? Lightyear. Hold on. Bomb. Jo- Joel. Are you okay? Bomb Lightyear. Lightyear. What so, has it ever done to you? It's it's just rehashing. It's rehashing, and I hate rehashing so much. And this, once again, feels like, hey, remember that concept from way back when? Let's make a movie about it. Yep. But so here's the thing. You it's going to get trashed for not being close enough to the source material, but yet it's rehashing? 
No, no, this, okay, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. So this is plot summary of the story of Buzz Lightyear and his adventures to infinity and beyond. Ooh, that sounds original. <laughs> uh, this is going to be on theaters and eventually Disney Plus, let's sure. just say that. Uh, starring Chris Evans, Kiki Palmer, uh, Taika Waititi, uh, James Brolin, Ethan Ramirez, yeah. uh, Pedro, Pedro. From, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. So T- just, Tim Allen, right? Tim Allen is... No. Buzz Lightyear? No, not at all. He's mm. very unpleasant not at voice now. Just saying. But uh, this is a film within a film, like the ones that the Toy Story characters would watch. But the problem is it's the same exact concept as the as the uh, 2000 direct-to-video Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, The Adventure Begins, and the spinoff television series Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Tim Allen one? voiced him in the movie, but Patrick Warburton voiced him in the TV show. Did he? Yes, he did. But the concept has been done, it, and it ran for like one season. Okay. Wasn't great. And then it doesn't have Tim Allen, doesn't have Buzz Lightyear's voice. It's it just looks too serious. It looks bad. And this is the first theatrical release, exclusive theatrical release for Pixar since onward in twenty twenty. I was going to say they yeah, have been Disney is because Soul behind. Luca turning red yeah. all direct to stream. Pixar has been relegated to the B team, and they're only getting their releases for free on Disney Plus, whereas Disney Animation is either getting a theater release or a premium $30. It right. feels wrong. It feels like they're playing favorites. I think they are. So there's there's a lot of this. I, I guess it was just a bunch of strikes against this. And I watched the trailer and I kind of went, eh. No, this movie will make near a billion dollars. You think so? I think so. My favorite part of the trailer is just the David Bowie song they use. That's it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a cool no, but like, tribute. They made Toy Story 4 completely unnecessary. Totally. Right? And they're like, should we make Toy Story 5? Let's start making movies. About the toys. You know. I don't know. I would like to make a Cars movie again. You know Woody's Roundup is coming. Uh, we're going uh, to get a Woody's Roundup movie. And I don't want that to happen. So I'm saying I want a Slinky bomb. Dog movie. I want a Mrs. Nesbitt movie. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> I want the dinosaurs. Rex? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Trixie. Joel, that's a controversial choice, but I fully support it. Thank I you. think you guys are up in the night and I'm ready to enjoy that movie. All right, Millennial. All right, gentlemen, what are your dishonorable mentions before we get to your number one? I did have Marcel the Shell with shoes on because yeah. I was like, that's just ridiculous. And then I got this other one, and just because the, the synopsis, really, it's a movie called Luck. And I was like, Luck, what is that movie? This is the synopsis. The unluckiest person in the world who discovers the land of luck and must unite with magical creatures there to turn her luck around. What? That's Barbie in Luckland. Wait, was that just SEO? They just said luck a lot? They did. Although Simon Pegg was in it. So then I went, oh, he's in great movies. (laughs) He is. He he is in great movies. He has like a 7% success rate with his filmography. (laughs) Any dishonorable mentions for you, Ken? Uh, Yeah, Lightyear for sure. Marmaduke, Sneakerella. Marmaduke. I forgot about... Wait, Sneakerella. Sneakerella. Oh, that was one with all the controversy around it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Disney Plus original. Minions is in my dishonorable mentions. Oh, Minions. DC League of Super Pets, which I think will Come be on. horrible. The Rock's in it. Uh, no, thank you. And low-budget Chris Tucker. Come on. And then also there's a movie called Good Morning, like Morning Like Grieving. Yep. And it has uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox in it, and yeah. it looks horrible. I watched I, the trailer. That's all I ever want to see. But Pete Davidson's in it, so go see it. No, Pete no. Davidson dating this movie? <laughs> probably. Uh, okay. But what? he's probably dating my number one choice uh, because yeah. I chose, of course, Minions, Banana. The Rise yeah. of Gru. This, I've talked about You know it you're cursing this so movie many times to be before. delayed another year. I know. I know. Do you think they've just waited till this time when kids are now begging their parents to go back to the movies, parents are allowing it, and it will make over a billion dollars again? Can it get know. to that high point again? I don't, I don't think it will. I don't think it'll get as much as Minions. Because Minions like, is one of the highest grossing animated movies, yeah. which is weird. Uh, this one, by the way, I first started talking, just to give you an idea of how long ago it was, I originally started talking about this movie when Jacob was still on the show. <laughs> Who's how many Jacob? years ago was that? And the film, the film began production in June, uh, July of 2017. Wow. That's how long they've been working on this thing. It is uh, scheduled, also scheduled, it's going to be in theaters, but it's also scheduled to stream on NBC Universal's Peacock within four months of its theatrical release. So yeah. okay. it's also mm-hmm. going to get the cut, like the money cut away from that too. People will be like, oh, I'll just watch it on Peacock. Sure, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, who has Peacock? Peacock? I watched The Office 37 times. If you don't know the story, the untold story of one 12-year-old's dream to become the world's greatest supervillain. I watched Despicable Me, the original one, it's good. fairly recently, and those cut scenes to his childhood made me laugh yeah. his, his mother was fun it was a funny character the first no the first movie is legitimately funny yeah and so then i'm like but they're just gonna ruin it it's gonna be the same mm-hmm. gags over and over again it's cash in 
And so I am not looking forward to this movie. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Minions, Rise of Gru, let it bomb. If only. All right, Kent, what is your number one? Thor Love and Thunder. Come on. That trailer, trailer one was you. the worst. Monster. No, it wasn't oh. the worst. First of all, it has your least favorite band, Guns N' Roses, Zach. It's true. I loved that. that was, Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, though. yeah. Let's just put a song that we all know in front of no. a poorly shot and constructed teaser. No. It was bad. I like that, that Thor has finally accepted itself as the classic rock type movie. No, it's like, hey, guys, 80s nostalgia was dead five years ago. Let's try it again, but this time with Takawatiti. And hey, I'm what sorry. Up, he is one of the most egregiously annoying celebrities out there. I can't. Taika? Taika? Yeah, I can't stand him. He's funny. Is it because what we do in the shadows? you lived in Australia? I love Kiwis. <laughs> but what we do in the shadows, quite good. I did not like Thor Ragnarok whatsoever. Jojo I know people. Rabbit? I like Jojo Rabbit. Okay. But also, he was in it way too much. He is like... Oh, I'm gonna make a movie, and I'm gonna put myself in way too much because it's like a buddy comedy with Thor and Korg, the crappy looking rock guy. They're going for big visuals, right? But they they've lost the point of Thor. I think it's like, hey, I'm gonna find myself again and again and again. Can I want you to take a moment, real quick? Just close your eyes, okay? Look inside your soul, and realize you just said you wanted Thor to bomb worse than Minions: The Rise of Gru. Oh, my inner child's so happy about this. <laughs> I, this movie will make $800, $900 million. Yeah, you know easy. why? Because of Natalie Thortman. Thortman? <laughs> I, I do not care for what you just said. <laughs> and also, it has Christian Bell as the uh, villain of the, the movie, Gore the God Butcher. And it's a cool character. The makeup on the character does not look good. But Christian Bell will do a good job, maybe actually make a memorable Marvel villain. Mm. But wow, why do we need to see this? This movie kind of just pander to the comedy nonstop. It, like, give it a rest. I think, though, they found their balance. They went with Thor. The original Thor was a little, maybe, too serious. Some will say Thor 2 was too boring. Thor 3, they hit a nerve and went, that's the right. That's the funny bone. Jokes right about shake weights. Like, how is that good? Wait, are we talking about senior year? <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah, essentially, this has become a spinoff of Guardians. And Which they're in the heavily featured. Yeah. But I'm sorry, that trailer was so mediocre and not inspiring it's the least. It's a teaser. Uh, yeah, but that's going to be the tone of the movie, where it's a joke the entire time. They're going to ruin grand plot lines, and I do not. I am not excited. Whatsoever. I can tell. I can. Yeah. Tell. Can you tell? A little bit. Yeah. Wow. You okay, buddy? Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm a bit Thor. Oh. <laughs> Your heart is Thor. <laughs> How about you do me a favor? Yeah. Let's move into what you want to see. I'll let you start, Kent. What's your fifth? From the See, top. now this is when everyone's top like, movies. wait, you want the one of the biggest movies of the year to fail? Yeah. And you chose these to yes. succeed? This is my list. Kent yeah. is probably a hipster you know, list of movies nobody's going to see. The five we want to see. Yes. So number five is called The Black Phone. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, with Ethan Hawke. So after being... Ethan a- Hunt? Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> That's next year. I wish it was this year. After being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. This is directed by Scott Derrickson, who did Sinister and then the first Doctor Strange movie. Mm. Uh, this comes out June 24th, uh, once again, starring Ethan Hawke as this really menacing-looking guy, even without the mask that's on the cover of the movie. The, the trailer, when I watched this, definitely kind of made the hair stand up on the back of my neck. Like, yeah. ooh, that looks crazy. Like, it doesn't look, like, horrifying, because even though there's that supernatural element, it's more thriller. It's more, more stir of echoes-type mm-hmm. feel. But, like, he really knows how to make, like, a grimy kind of like run-of-the-mill suburban horror. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm quite excited. This movie got delayed a year. I really wanted to see this last year. And it won't be like the best horror movie of the year, but I've been wanting to see it for a while. So Yeah, yeah it, looked, it looked creepy. Please I, bless. You have to let me know if it's good. Yes, I, I will. I'm pretty sure I'll be waiting for this one. Yeah. For and Ethan Hawke, he's so reliable. So quite excited. Yeah. You've been watching Moon Knight, right? Yeah, he's, he's good in that. He's he's good in that show. Shh. Oscar Isaac is good in that show. The yeah. show itself. Shh. Oh, <clears throat> we're not talking about that yet. <laughs> and Joel, what's your number five? My number five is the Bob's Burgers movie. I've never seen the TV show, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're so excited. I is ate it because Bob's that, Burgers. That once. dance is uh, really memeable. What dance? The dance where the girl. I don't. I've never seen oh, it the either. wavy dance. Yeah, yeah all yeah, I've, I've seen, seen is that, 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 that meme. No, yes. it's not. No, this is my pick. <laughs> <laughs> <Chill> jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, no, my pick comes out June 24th. It's directed by Boz Lerman, and it's Elvis. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned this. Boz Lerman, I found out, has only directed five feature films. What? Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, Moulin Rouge, Australia, and The Great Gatsby. That's it. Is it like 10 years between movies? He just takes his and time. And a bunch of music videos. Well, in, in fairness, you know, 10 of those years was the runtime of Australia. But... <laughs> Uh, no, he, he's making this movie. It's uh, a, a biopic about Elvis Presley, obviously, starring Austin Butler as, as Elvis and Tom Hanks. Relatively as, unknown. Yeah, yeah. Relatively mm-hmm. unknown. Yeah. Nobody's ever heard part. of Tom Hanks. And Tom yeah. Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks as, oh, shoot. Major, uh, Major Captain Stanley. Fint. No, he has a name. Colonel. Colonel Sanders. Sanders. Nope. <laughs> Colonel. Tom Parker. Tom Parker. Is that Tom it? Parker. Sounds that right. <laughs> Colonel Stanley Sanders. I, I'm off. <laughs> but uh, the plot summary, a look at the life of the legendary rock and roll star Elvis Presley. This is going to be in theaters. This was actually announced back in 2014, but they started doing for principal photography in 2020. This is one of those films. Was Bos Lerman always attached? Yes. Back, that's, a back, lo- that's a long time for a director to hang out to a project. He's only directed five films. Yeah. So this is him just taking his time. Now, I'm not part of the Memphis Mafia. I'm not like a diehard Elvis fan. Is that what they call him? I believe so. Are we going to be in trouble if we don't like praise this movie? Well, I don't know if Elvis is as praised as he was when I was sure. a kid. I, my kids know some of his songs. They know his voice. They know what he looks like. Because I'm like, you know, you got to know the king of rock and roll. This sure. Is king of, of rock and roll, king of pop. These are important. Uh, but... Bow to the royalty. Sure. But Baz Luhrmann is a director that intrigues me. He is one of those names when it directed, when he attached to a film or a project, I go, that could be fun. That could so be if this was directed by someone who maybe made Bohemian Rhapsody, for example, you wouldn't be as excited about this Elvis uh, biopic. Who made Bohemian Rhapsody again? Uh, well, first it was Brian Singer, then it was uh, Dexter, Dexter Fletcher, Fletcher. Ah. which is a real name. Yeah. Shh. Well, he, and he tried to fix Bohemian Rhapsody, but then he got a chance to just do Rocket Man, which was much better. Yes. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be as interested, maybe, because biopics are tricky because you cannot encapsulate a, a person's whole life in a single movie. That's just, it doesn't really work. Well, you got to choose a point in the story. Yes. yes, there's a point in the story. If you focus on that and, it, and, it, and it's a compelling part, it could work. Um, a movie that did this well was the Jobs, I thought. Uh, I still with, haven't seen it. With Fossbender, right? It's just like three moments in it, his life yeah. of Steve Jobs. It's well written. Yeah, even if it is pretty standard. Yeah, but it's it's you just you got to pick an angle. Yeah, and uh, I, and I, think, I wonder. I think Walk the Line nailed it as yeah. far as musical biopics. Mm. You don't love it as much. Mm. I think it made everyone actually like Johnny Cash. It actually, like this is a really good show idea. Yeah. So next, yes. Uh, but I also want to talk about the fact that I don't know if this one is going to do as well at the box office. Okay. Uh, one, because I don't know if Elvis fandom is as big as it once was. And two, this will be streamed on HBO Max 45 days after its initial right. release. Oh, I mean, what what money is any movie making after 45 days? It's even true, the, but, even the big ones. but sometimes people wait to not, you know, they don't want to see it in the theater because they're like, it's a month and a half away. Yeah. They're like, sure, I, can, I can wait a month and I yeah. can watch well, it. Well, and Baz Luhrmann is not a box office draw per se. No, no, I don't. I don't think he's like, he is definitely one of those uh, auteur types yeah. where he draws a certain crowd. But he's not like, you know, Boz Lerman, big money maker. I'm interested in this movie because he's attached to it, though. Exactly. You gotta be honest. I, I did as well. So there you go. Elvis is my pick. I'm intrigued. What about your number four, Joel? My number four, I don't like Kent bashing on it. Thor! Thor. No, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. <laughs> no, I'm Pause sorry. Of Fury. <laughs> no, uh, the, my number four pick is one that I have talked about before. It's one of those that keeps getting, the can keeps getting kicked down the street. It's Samaritan. Oh, yeah. So Samaritan, uh, starring Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, synopsis, a young boy learns that a superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may in fact still be around. So mastermind, but a little more serious. Uh, mastermind. No. Megamind. I did that last mastermind time. Mastermind was another movie that you waited years to I see. I did. It and it terrible. let you down. Yeah. Uh, Megamind. Because it, it's that, you know, yeah. hero who goes missing and comes back. So this is my number five anticipated last summer. Uh, and they've been working on it since... And this was delayed to obvious conditions, right? Yeah, I think it was... It seems like it should be a streaming movie, because I don't think this has a lot of box office potential. Well, this is MGM's first film to be released theatrically after they merged with Amazon. And I'm like, it's going to be on Prime so quick. It will be. It's going to be. Why, and why haven't we seen a trailer yet? Like, I've looked around, I, and I found, like, these fan-made, like, piece-together Sylvester Stallone other movies trailers. Those, yeah. I hate those. Those are the worst. Uh, and they don't show the downvote count on YouTube now, so I can't really tell if, if it's terrible right from the mm-hmm. get-go. 
You can download a plugin to see them. Just oh, for personal you? satisfaction, yes. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Samaritan is one of those movies I think could be really good. Because I still, I still think it's a good concept. And I think Sylvester Stallone could pull it off as the aged superhero. I agree. So hmm. Samaritan is my number four. Kent, what's your number four? Elvis. Hey. Oh, yeah. Very excited. Thank and you, it's Kent. for... Thank you very much. About <laughs> Should we go see this movie together? We can, we can see it together. I am excited not only because of Baz Luhrmann, and I'm not the biggest Baz fan, but... I've always called him Baz. Is it Baz? I call him the sunscreen guy. Hey. Sunscreen. Right? Yeah. Don't forget the sunscreen. It's a reference back from Remember the senior where? year. I didn't Ladies know about and this. gentlemen of the class of 97. I did not. 99. It's 97 originally. I didn't know about this song until sure. two months ago. What? what? Yeah. You don't know about everybody's free to wear sunscreen? Nope. Did it inspire you? Yeah. To wear sunscreen? A little bit. And it's everything a, else. It's about dreams. I, I love that song because it is so bizarre. It's and so weird. It was, but it it's so also popular. like, wow, this is a really good message. Actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, took, they, they ripped it off from a chicken soup for the soul, but that's not the point. Yeah. So anyway, it's pretty great. Should we but, talk about that? I want to see that movie. Save it for our Baz Luhrmann show. The sunscreen show. Yeah, <laughs> they can make that. Yeah, I mean, it is a summer show. But yeah, I want to see this because Elvis has not been part of the cultural zeitgeist for a long time. But I think it's 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 good, right? It's not like, oh, another Elvis. Yeah, thing. yeah, it's not overplayed whatsoever. And to kind of see this rise to fame, because truly the, uh, all we have is really the trailer and then history, I guess. But to see this <laughs> history, I guess. I guess <laughs> history. But to see this guy who has all the swagger in the world and was destined to become a superstar. Mm. And he did. And he won people over with the world around. Mm. And then obviously, you know, as celebrity life comes, it, uh, there's often a downfall. And I can't wait to see this played out with the style of Boz Luhrmann. So uh, fun way, by the way, uh, do you guys want to guess how old Elvis would be if he were still alive today? Because he is 78, 78, Kent, 81, 87. Oh, I was so close. That's it, though? He'd be 87 years old. Yeah. Wow. That's it? I mean, because... That's an old he, Elvis. No, he died forever ago, though, it seems like. He died 19... Oh, well, we'll see how for Elvis show. <laughs> Netflix <laughs> acquired the rights to Elvis Presley's life. <laughs> Fill in the blank for Elvis's death. Yeah. All right, Kent, uh, I agree with you on your Elvis pick. It's good job. Good yeah, job, buddy. All three of us. Yeah, it's awesome. Triple twins. Uh, tri- triple twins. How about your number three pick? It comes out on May 20th, so a little bit before my birthday. It is called Men, 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 Men. It's called Men. Just one men. Oh, two I was and a half like, men. Two and a half men. <laughs> Film adaptation. Charlie Sheen oh, is word. back and better than ever. Can you realize Jesus. both of us, our minds went there, as did the listener. <laughs> I'm sorry because it should not be attributed to this. Men. This is an A24 movie. And oh. I honestly feel like they're taking... I think they, they're like, no movies are coming out. Men should with we, goats. Should we, <laughs> should we release every men movie ever? Goats. And so Men is a very dark-looking movie. The synopsis is, a young woman goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. So it's oh. going to be a family fun-filled romp. Uh, why is so, it called Men? Because I think it will have something to say about uh, a gender... Because so Jesse Buckley, who is amazing in everything she does, she is basically, yeah. I don't going, know who Jesse Buckley is. Joel, I don't know if you've seen these, but she's in the Fargo TV series. Nope. She's in nope. The Lost Daughter, which came out last year nope. with Olivia <sighs> Coleman. Nope. She played young Olivia Coleman. And she's in I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Did oh, you she see was that nominated, one? wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Okay, I've seen her picture. Did you see I'm Thinking of Ending Things? No. It's it's kind of disturbing. Those are the kind of movies she's in. And Rory Kinnear plays every man in the movie. Rory Kinnear, who plays Tanner from the Bond is that series. Greg's boy? No, it, it probably oh, his uncle. Oh, Tanner. Yeah, he's Tanner. Mm. He's this character actor. He's also in the most uncomfortable episode of, and I'm actually kind of cringing right now, of Black Mirror. Oh, we're oh. not going to go into that, though. But it, that should be directed by A24, uh-huh. based on what we've talked about. Yeah. First season, Black Mirror? First season, first okay. episode. The okay. one you should yep. skip. Yep, skip that he one. He plays Prime Minister. Anyways, uh-huh. so Rory Kinnear is... He's this great character actor. He plays every single man in this town, whether it's a priest or a rebellious teen, or a creepy guy at the bar. And she's, uh, it's uh, obviously, this movie is going to be twisted, kind of a mind trip. This is a, uh, directed by Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina and Annihilation. Oh. So you know what you're... It's pretty what straightforward. Yep. Yep. Lighthearted. Doesn't yep. make any sense whatsoever, but is, I think, based on the concept, it looks horrifying mm-hmm. so yeah i can't wait to see it i do think a24 is kind of taken over like a couple dozen viewers at a time i think they're going to own the movie industry in like 80 years at some point but yeah <laughs> i uh i think the writing will be great i think the visuals will be incredible 
Um, it won't be very palatable, not accessible to most audiences, but well, I can't wait. Yeah, right. Huh. But men, one man, not one and a half or two and a half, just men. Just men. Just men. Huh. By men. <laughs> All right, Joel, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is bodies, bodies, bodies. It's Pete Davidson in an A24 slasher flick, Kent. Is it really A24? Yes, it is. Oh you are excited for an a, for a Pete Davidson movie now, Does aren't you? Does he die immediately? I don't know. I didn't look that up. It's not my real pick. <laughs> Shocker. No, my real pick is, is uh, Joel is a hypocrite because this is a curiosity pick. Uh-huh. All right. Guns 3, alias Billy the Kid. Is that coming out? This August 5th is what it says. What? Directed by Emilio Estevez, starring Emilio Estevez, Lou Diamond Phillips, and Christian Slater. Like Young Guns? This is yeah. the third wait, installment wait, of the but Young Guns. Young? Because they were all popular 30 years ago? I guess just Guns. 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 What are we going to name this movie about? Guns. Guns. <laughs> hey, they're not young anymore, but we don't want to call them Old Guns. So they don't have a Old plot. Guns is a cool title. They don't, they don't. The plot is kept under wraps. It says, uh, it's, I don't know where you're going to find it. Probably theaters, maybe. The way Billy the Kid's story goes, though. That's what I was going to say. I don't know how this film is going to work because the first film is how he becomes Billy the Kid. Yeah, Youngest Guns. The Yes. <laughs> and then Young Guns 2. <laughs> Look who's Young, young Guns now. As corny as it is, <laughs> it has this kind of like the end of his life and then he's talking about his life, so he's flashing back. As Brushy Bill Roberts is flashing yeah. back to life as Billy the Kid. In March of 2021, Estevez said that he said people were interested in seeing him playing the character again. And a third film is, quote, definitely in the works. But it has an August 5th date, and mm. I have seen nothing about it. I don't know if it's actually going to come out. But I am curious because Young Guns 1, Young Guns, is one of those movies I loved as a kid. Young Guns 2 is one of those movies I loved Gun as a kid. Younger, yeah. And didn't really age well as an adult, but it's still fun. Right. So, so, so wait, Guns 3, The Legend of Billy the Kid? Guns mighty, 3, mighty, colon, alias Billy the Kid, colon, my, mighty the story Joe, of <laughs> No, it's Mighty Joe Young Guns 3, <laughs> colon, Young Guns the Third. Yeah. Mighty Joe Young Guns of Navarro. Well, maybe old guns should check their colon. No. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> After Joel, 45, start getting regular stamps. It really should. Joel, what's your number two? Nope. My film is nope. What? By oh. Jordan Peele. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, so confused. <laughs> wait, wait. Where's the Joel joke? Is that the Joel joke? No, kind of. Oh, I did forget the Joel joke. But it's still kind of a joke. Kind of. Uh, it was a joke because I had the joke to do. But no, my joke pick was actually House Party. LeBron James is making a remake of the Kid and Play movie, fellas. Get excited. <laughs> I hate when I miss my joke, but I pick nope. Uh, directed by Jordan Peele, uh, who did Get Out and Us, starring Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Stephen Ewan. Uh, the plot summary, the residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. This one's coming out in theaters. The trailer, like... Uh, Shows too much? No, no. Jordan Peele, to me, has earned a, a curiosity, yes. automatic curiosity. For me. It says Jordan Peele directing. I'm like, is he the new Shyamalan? From visionary director. From visionary director. Uh, from diminishing returns. Hey, I, true. But he I made I, one good movie no, and Get one out was fine good. movie. I liked us. Fine. But I watched this one and the trailer. This is us. I know. Makes me not cry. This is us. <laughs> Every episode. Oh, Milo and the Milk. No. <laughs> the trailer did. I don't think the trailer did told me anything about really what was going on, but it piqued my interest. And I feel like, like I said, I feel like Jordan Peele is the new M. Night Shyamalan, not in the sense of he's going to have a movie with a twist, but just that when his name attached to the movie, I'm like, I'll probably see that. Yeah. That seems interesting. So after four movies, he's going to totally bomb and then have a comeback at some point? Probably so. Okay. Well, I mean, this, this may be the bomb right here. Twilight Zone series that. Nobody watched. Oh yeah, yeah. I what wonder, is your beef with Jordan Peele? I wonder. He if made one g- good movie, and we're pretending like he's Spielberg. He made a he made a really good movie and a pretty good movie and a fine movie. So uh, I was like, well, on it. however, both gave me like hair on the back of the neck, standing up, creepy feelings. Like there's a part in Us where I really just got chills all over, and I'm like. Wow, that's good. That's the story effective. of us with Bruce Willis and Michelle Pfeiffer. I know. No. It's adorable. From the guy who you're surprised isn't making a comedy. And that's He's what not my question I have here is I'm like, is he ever going to make a comedy? I'd enjoy it. <laughs> Should we do a Keegan-Michael Key versus Jordan Peele show? <laughs> Career-wise? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key's been a lot of animated movies. Who do you think's actually made more money? I'm going with Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, but there you go. Nope was my pick, even though I didn't get to do my joke pick. Guys, I almost did the uh, news bulletin. I put my hands up, and then I decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the listener doesn't know that you put your hands up. It was an uncertain news bulletin. Beep, beep, beep. 
It's kind of like that machine in Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory that's supposed to spit out the results mm-hmm. of the golden ticket. Yeah. That's what that machine looks like. Me. All right. What's your number two, Kent? Bullet Train. With Brad Pitt? With Brad Pitt. July 29th, five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common. Murder, murderers on the Orient Uh-oh. Express? <laughs> you guys... According to Wealthy Gorilla, which is a website apparently, WealthyGorilla.com. What do you mean? What? I, I don't know. <laughs> can I say? Can I make that joke? Is that no, too insensitive? Uh, no, I've, too I, soon. Rest in peace, Arambe. Uh, no, but it's like there's like celebrity net worth and, and Wealthy Gorilla. But I'm looking at this one, and this one, his son's probably really wealthy at this point. I mean, the life insurance alone. I saw Harambe in person. He's a gorilla. What? What? The year, the year before he was shot. Stop it. I did. No, you anyway. did. Anyway, you're like my friend from junior high. Like I met Harambe once. Point I have, being, I have a picture of me at the zoo. Uh, according, according to this website, that that's just the first result on on Google when you do Keegan Michael Key net worth. Keegan Michael Key's net worth is twelve million dollars. Jordan Peele's net worth is roughly fifty million dollars. Oh, winner, winner. Maybe he's a better investor or something. I don't know. So Brad Pitt. So Brad Pitt, <laughs> what's that's his right. worth? Bullet Train looks like so much fun. And I think that's what they're going for. The vibe is very Smoke and Aces. Mm-hmm. It, it, is, it is almost like early 2000s, just over the top violent movie. But Brad Pitt has not had his old man vigilante movie. He's never had his Guns 3, The Legend of Hank. And his nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, precisely. That was fun. But I think... The style really works for me. The comedy even looks pretty good. Uh, Sandra Bullock is in here, I think, and the rest of the cast. Aaron Taylor Johnson is there as, as kind of a villain type character. He was a really good villain in Nocturnal Animals. Though. Oh, yeah, that was pretty messed up. I didn't like it. And him he's in Tenet. He's, he's pretty decent in Tenet for the five minutes he's in there. Tenet? Is he in that? Yeah. Who? Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't remember Who, indeed. Who? Anyways, anyways, this Brad Pitt movie, Brad Pitt seems to be having the time of his life. I don't think anyone's really taking this seriously. No, I tried to figure out why he was in this movie when I watched the trailer. I think because it's meant to be so fun. This does seem like it's almost made to be a Ryan Reynolds uh, movie, but I think giving putting Brad Pitt in here gives it more credibility. And the violence factor that looks to be coming from this movie will be so much fun. And so I think it's going to be a blast. Like it won't be as like, it won't be very complex uh, the violence, if it's anywhere near John Wick, I'm going to be very pleased. So, mm-hmm. bullet train. Bullet train. All right. And now, your honorable mentions, gentlemen. Honorable mentions for me, Doctor Strange in the mountains of, in the Mouth of Madness. Whoa! Did Kent just give praise to a Marvel movie? Yeah, it's directed by Whoa, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Whoa. Yeah, Sam Raimi actually has what? a cre- creative director. What is happening right it. now? Like, the room is spinning. <laughs> Ken did not pick A24. <laughs> this one looks like it could be directed by someone in well, A24. he didn't pick this movie. There I know. Honorable mention. There the are, fact that he even gave there are any goats Marvel movie in praise. this movie that we don't even know about. The goat verse. <laughs> oh, That's no. actually the Snyder verse. So anyways, Top Gun Maverick, Jurassic World Dominion. Really? I'm kind of excited. After the last one, just trashed the it whole franchise. It wasn't very good, but this one seems like a lot of dinosaurs and Sam Neill and Laura Dern are in that the movie. That is fun. That is fun. Uh, there's a movie I saw at Sundance coming out this summer called Cha-Cha Real Smooth. It's a... Uh, Coda-esque. Not quite as emotional, but very, very... I saw you and Emily both. Uh, yeah, it's quite good. One. It was the best of Sundance, which was a weak offering, but still quite good. And then I just kind of... I know it's not movies. Two of the biggest like features this summer are happening in May, and then they're TV, but it's Obi-Wan and Stranger Things Season 4. Are you excited for Stranger Things Season 4, Kent? I kind of am. I like Season 3. What is happening? What? I'm, feel- I'm feeling lightheaded. <laughs> Kids liking Stranger Things. I, like Stranger Things is fine. Praising Star Wars spinoffs. What is happening? Yeah, Obi Wan may or may not be good. We'll see. But yeah, I, I'm still excited to see it because Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. We don't know if he's in it yet. Redemption. He was in the trailer. He's in it. Spoiler alert. Oh, okay. Sorry. Spoiler alert. He's Every, in it. Everybody knows. So those are my honorable mentions. What about you, Joel? Uh, I did pick Top Gun Maverick too, uh, which is coming out. We're, yeah, we'll we see. Think. We'll see. Yeah, double uh, feature. With I minions. did put Thor: Love and Thunder. Ooh. I did put Bullet Train, and then I'm surprised you didn't pick this one, Kent, because it is the best-looking cast of the entire summer. The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling and Anna de Armas. That's coming out this summer? Wow. Apparently, in July. That's what it said. Hey, Chris Evans is in it, though, with a mustache. We Another good-looking person. With a mustache? He could pull it off. I like his mustache. You do? I do. Stop it. He looked good with the beard. Anyways, that's coming it, out this summer? It makes him look less Apparently good. in July, that's coming out. That's he, what I was looking at, the Gray Man. The mustache makes Chris Evans look attainably hot. <laughs> well, you think you have a chance now, huh? I do. I do. It oh, wasn't the no. nice sweater and knives out. It was the mustache. No. We're like, it kind of looks like a perv, but I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, hey, we could be friends. All right. That's all I had. <laughs> Just now. 
All right, Kent, what is your number one choice? It's already been mentioned. It's nope. It's nope. This comes out July 22nd. This is the story. Does that start Leslie? This is a story of Bonnie. <laughs> K-N-O-P-E. Uh, I think a lot of people would see that movie. Yeah, six, Leslie seasons? Movie? six seasons in a movie? Mm, no, when, the, when it was the Leslie's, when it was, oh, you mean Parks and Rec one. Yeah. I was going to say, Leslie Nope as a main character, not that great, but when she's surrounded by the, the ensemble cast, it became wonderful. If you were to watch any character from Parks and Rec get their own movie, who would you want it to be? Please. Ron ben Swanson. Wyatt. Oh, you said Ben? Yeah. It's Ron Swanson. I'd watch a Ben Wyatt movie, ben too. Ben Wyatt. Yeah, I great. want to see the story of his Ice Town thing. <laughs> the prequel? I want the prequel. Save for a Parks and Recreation show. <laughs> I've never actually seen the whole series. <gasps> I've seen like a season. Oh. What about, um, what's his face? A literally guy. He's with oh, Ben. Oh, Chris Traeger. Yeah, yeah Chris Traeger. Literally? You want to see that? No. Okay. All right. Anyways, nope. Uh, you've already talked about it. I think it, for all the same reasons, I'm interested to see whatever he does. It does seem to have a aliens vibe about it, yep. which is possibly. Fun, the, but I mean, he's, he's ghosts, purposely misleading in everything he does. Yeah, yeah. Like you remember the trailers for Get Out and Us? Yeah. Both of them was like, "What is happening here?" Yeah. I do think Jordan Pill has a problem of thinking he's smarter than he actually is. Maybe the delivery is not quite as good. But with all the status he got, like the goodwill that Get Out brought him, mm-hmm. he can keep making movies. And like just like the Shyamalan curse, I'm like. Cool. What is it? Oh, it's old. Oh, it, maybe that's why they didn't want to call old guns because old has been ruined now. I like old. <laughs> that's I fine. Just, the problem with Jordan Peele is his naming of movies because get out us and nope. Maybe it's going to have a full sentence. Get out us. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously the title Nope, I think is very intentional that we don't quite know the meaning yet, or maybe it's just something dumb like four minutes in there. Like, Nope. That is a Roll new credits. thing of like when you don't want to do something, it's just Nope. Well, uh, truthfully, that's what so people, much nope. that's what people yell at the screen in horror films. They're like, they're like, I'm going to go check on that noise. Nope. Yep. Nope. Don't, do, don't it. do it. So I can't wait for this movie. I've been wanting to see this for quite a while. And I think even the promotion of this type uh, and it's all the mystery behind the promotion really excites me. So please be good. Okay. All right. And your number one, Joel, some may call it a sequel. Some may call it a spinoff. Some may call it a reboot. I'm calling it my little pony. Make your mark. <gasps> Why? Wait, hold That's on. Right. Is this the, they're s- getting rid of all the old ones that we didn't care about. Kent, and they're bringing in zip, sunny, Izzy, pip and hitch. Mm-hmm. Woo. Uh, no, <laughs> so angry i don't know what about applejack fluttershy mm-hmm. rarity pinkie, pinkie pie. pie who are we missing uh rainbow dash that's it twilight sparkle yeah. queen celestia pony <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry we did see the my little pony movie in theaters yes and that movie by the way is just a short to kick off the new tv series Ugh. but i'm not happy with that so i <laughs> instead i chose dr strange in the multiverse of madness that's a in multiverse that's what it's called yes and this is coming like as the airing of this episode this is a really really quick summer release mm-hmm. so actually by the time this episode airs i may have even seen you it probably have seen it with me uh sorry Zach. About it. but this is directed by sam raimi who did the evil dead Evil Dead 2, mm. Dark Man, Army of Darkness, Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, and Drag Me to Hell. Like these these kind of horror comedy mixes. They stand out. They do. They're unique. Mm. And I, I feel like with this, there is potential. This this seems to be mixing the most interesting episode of What If mixed with the most interesting Disney spin-off series. All right. WandaVision. For a time, yeah. Because I yeah, because I feel like I mean second to Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but sure. Please. I'm joking. Go nope. on. <laughs> nope. But you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, starring uh, Benedict Cumberpatch, of course, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Benedict Wong, uh, Rachel McAdams is in this for some reason again. Probably everyone. But at the same time, it, Rachel McAdams makes sense. If you watch that episode of What If, where, he, where mm-hmm. Doctor Strange meets his darker self, it's, it's, that was a very compelling it's the best episode. One. Yeah. I really liked that. And this is going to be in theaters as well. It seems like Marvel's trying to get their foot back in the door on box office, which is good. After Spider-Man, they got it back. Yeah, well, that but that was a, a you know Marvel Sony kind of a thing. Sure, this is like, but the, it brought the back the hype on. after Eternals and Shang Chi. Yeah. and Black Widow. That was a horrible year up until the end. They were doing but now great. Doctor Strange, yeah, especially the multiverse thing, since it worked out so well in Spider-Man, to its detriment or to its praise, whichever one you want to look at. This movie, uh, the sequel to Doctor Strange, was planned 
or at least, you know, partially planned before the first movie ever even came out. This would have been the works for a long time. And hopefully, hmm. hopefully that means they've done a lot of prep work and they're going to dot all the T's and cross the I's. <laughs> yes. I, I don't I don't know about this one because I feel like Benadryl Cucumber has been <laughs> really inconsistent with this character since the first Doctor Strange movie. I, I like Doctor Strange, like that, like that first movie is interesting to me. Yeah, the Iron Man reboot. Yeah, yeah, right. it, and it's like, oh wait, he's too Iron Man. Um, now he's going to be basically a monk, and then in in you know in Endgame and Infinity War, Spider Man, he's a Joker. He's a different version of this character, and then yeah, he's it's just been you all guys, over the place. What so, if we've been meeting? His multiverse components. Oh, my word. What? Bum, bum, bum. Wow, multiverse. Excuse for bad acting. No, uh, the thing with this is it's going we'll to use be... use it on bacon sale. It's going to be... <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Cameo-centric, and people are going to cheer, hi-fi. There's going to be so many cinematic moments, but this is something that if you bring someone that hasn't seen the 27, no. 28... Yeah. Is it 28? No, no, no. This is the 28th film, but... Okay, but you, so. this movie is going to require more homework, not even just with the MCU... But with the Fox movies and yes, the Sony I, I was agreeing with you when I said nope earlier. Yeah. I was like, no, no one's going to be able to jump into this right. one cold. And so for, for us, we're going to go, yeah, that's that guy from that movie. And that's going to be awesome. But for other people, it'll be like, why? why? I might rewatch Doctor Strange just for fun to, to kind of get into the rhythm of this mm-hmm. one. I, I don't think I can watch all the other ones. Don't. Don't. Nope. Nope. <laughs> No, but no, I, it's going to be a very fun movie. I just can't choose it because, you know, obvious reasons. But yeah, which is funny. Sam Raimi. It's funny that it's funny that you are. Look, so I'd rather see anti that you. I'd rather see your nope, top five bullet train men, Elvis and the black phone over Dr. Strange. But that would be my number six. Oh, well, that just seems like you're condescending now. No, th- those are five movies. I, I, I would have put it in there. There just wasn't enough room. Joel. Honorable mention. OK, fine. Better than Thor. Joel, what were your top five again? Uh, my top five were Elvis, Samaritan, Guns 3, alias Billy the Kid, Nope, and Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. All right. And your bottom five from five to one. The ones you should avoid, I would say Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, Father of the Bride, Senior Year, Lightyear, and Minions, The Rise of Gru. Kent, yours? Your bottom, your, your yeah. Five is Positive Fury, The Legend of Hank. Four is Marcel, The Shell with Shoes On. Three is Shotgun Wedding. Two is senior year, and number one is Thor: Love and Thunder. Those are the ones you really want to see. Now, what are the bad ones? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I'm gonna say that you guys didn't give enough love to Top Gun Maverick. You're right, it's we didn't. More, I, I was, it looks incredible. You have to realize, Zach, that was on my not anticipated list a while back because I was like, "This is too little, too late," and they're gonna change the character of Maverick for the worse. But come on, when you but see now that trailer, it's up to my and you one. see. Really cool footage of a jet flying. It and looks you hear so cool. Meow, 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 meow. You know where else it's I can find really that? Good. YouTube. Was that Samuel Samuel Jackson? <laughs> Samuel Katzen. <laughs> that was Tom yeah. Cat Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. The movie looks brilliant. It's practical because it's actually actual jets. Allegedly more footage than Lord of the Rings. I do think having Goose's son in the movie kind of makes it go, oh, yeah, we saw that in the original. His name's Gosling. <laughs> Ryan? Yeah. Oh, wow. they should have got Ryan Gosling to play Goose's son. That would have been brilliant off, casting. Yeah. Anyway, but let us know. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are there. We are listening. We want to hear what you are excited about, uh, either movies or TV shows, yeah. in the months of May, June, July, or August. Let us know. We want to hear from you. And let us know if you agree with our picks or if you have some of your own. But before we go, we'd like to give some of our love to our patrons, including Stern Madam Hicks, Shannon West, Sean Sanquist, Scott Sprague, Ryan and Marley, Rocky and Steph, Lady Terry A. Finley, Johnny English the Brick, Jennifer Kukowski, Jake the Cooler King Swallow, Glow Clint Daniel, Debbie Foster, Chris Strout, Casey Cummings, Brayden Winterton, Andrew in the Dark, Alicia Bass, and Adam and Rachel Crump. And then we have our Bacon Council, which includes the one, the only Chris Anderson, Stephen, everyone's favorite Ross, Pants... Our favorite couple, the Madsons, Nicole sitting in the Sinbin Hale, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Beaker, Bacon Council member Kyler, and Captain Bacon. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. Thank you for helping us do what we do here in the Bacon Cave. And thank you, listener, for telling others about Bacon Cell. We really, really, really do appreciate it. 
But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quick Wits. They perform at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quick Wits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at TumblingMustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media. We do lots of fun stuff there. I promise. We put a live video there that was something... <laughs> like that Facebook page and go to Twitter and Instagram at Bacon Sale. And then while you're doing that, go to tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale where you can get all sorts of Bacon Sale merch, including stickers. There are stickers. So many stickers. tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale. And then if you like the show, you like what's going on here and you want to support us further, go to patreon.com slash Bacon Sale. Support starts at just $3 a month and it ends at as much as you're willing to pay. Just saying. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Just, just saying. Uh, you can get all sorts of fun behind the scenes. You can get Joel's notes oftentimes, yep. Yep. which are extensive. Very. You can get some videos, and you can get the almost weekly Pacon bits where we goof around a lot. Kind of like this almost episode. an hour. Yeah. Basically this episode, but like less planned. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Bacon Sale. So until next time, flop, Rise of Gru, flop! She gets uh, access to uh, our faces. Kent, this is for the intro. I found a mind-blowing fact out. Take that, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I smoke weed with my Husqvarna two-cycle 17-inch straight shaft gas string trimmer. Batman Beyond with George Clooney. Nipples notwithstanding. Nipples notwithstanding. We're going to start spiteful and then get hopeful. It's going to be my... Yeah, it's going to be my... Samuel. 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 Want to give you a family friendly family? You know, the only thing I love more than Samuel Jackson swearing is Samuel Jackson fake swearing. It's fun. It's not fun. This is an A24 family movie. Right. Sure, there's still going to be a bunch of nudity because it's A24. And, and weird animal stuff. Oh, we just got a news bulletin. This is Tim. Breaking news from Kenton. And I'm not sure what happened there. But they were. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh, I'm not no. reading that uh, on the air. We're not family friendly. Up. Looks like uh, breaking news. She never did. <laughs> made in Manhattan, dude. <laughs> you just got made in Manhattan. <laughs> wow, Benjamin Snap. <gasps> Jennifer Coolidge's own Wilson in a suit. <laughs> cut that, Kent. I'm going to cut it. Cut it real good. No. Pete Davidson dating this movie. I do not care for what you just said. <laughs> this is the part that Kent cuts out. Do, do, do. And if he doesn't, he'll get the gout. The gout? Oh, so. Milo in the milk alone. Too I, soon. Rest in peace, Arambe. I like his mustache. You do? I do. The mustache makes Chris Evans look attainably hot. I like old. Get out. Us? Nope. <laughs> What about Applejack? Fluttershy? Mm-hmm. Rarity? Pinkie, Pinkie Pie? Pie. Who are we missing? Uh, Rainbow Dash. That's it. Twilight Sparkle? Yeah. Queen Celestia? Pony? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get a